In the name of the true and living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was uh, the chief. You maybe thought I was going to sing the little song just now, didn't you? Zacchaeus was the chief tax collector, and Zacchaeus was rich. Before you get to chapter 19 of Luke's Gospel, which is where we are this morning, you will have heard a thing or two from St. Luke's account about tax collectors and about the rich. So if you were just sitting there listening to the whole thing read, by the time you get to 19, you'd say, hang on, we've heard about tax collectors, we've, turned, we've heard about the rich. For instance, if you flipped your Bible back just a page from where we are, you don't have to do it right now, you could do it later, uh, but if you just went back a few verses, in chapter 18, you hear this. Indeed, it is easier for a camel, you know the rest, to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who's rich to enter the kingdom of God. Yikes. The point is, when you hear that Zacchaeus was not just a tax collector, and remember that the tax collectors worked for the oppressive Roman Empire, so strike one, uh, and then they lined their pockets with the excess that they could get from their fellow uh, brothers and sisters. Uh, so he's not just a tax collector, what is he? The chief, the head honcho, tax collector, and that position, of course, has made him rich. So Zacchaeus is kind of double whammy in for it in Luke's gospel. He's double whammy in for it. No way this guy stands a chance. He might as well uh, be like an elephant trying to get in the front door of a little dollhouse. But Zacchaeus, he's intrigued by who this Jesus is coming into town, walking through Jericho, and he wants to have a look, so he gets up on a sycamore tree. Someone who, has, who, who is as far off as you can be from the ways of the kingdom. Someone as far off as you can be in Luke's gospel is seeking after something more than his riches. His heart, we might say, is restless. Sound familiar? He's gathered up material goods. His nest egg is in good position, but he feels an aching in his soul that there must be more to this life. He's seeking meaning. And look what happens. Jesus, who is God's word made flesh, God's meaning, God's meaning translated into a human story, he stops on his way, Jesus stops, looks at Zacchaeus, and tells him to hurry down the tree. We think that Zacchaeus would be the one who's doing the inviting, you know, saying, Jesus, come into my home, but God's ways are not our ways. Jesus uh, invites himself over for dinner. And here's Jesus, of course, sticking with his reputation. You know, rubbing shoulders, keeping community with those sinners and tax collectors, those people who are far off. So something for us to draw out from this rich story is that even when we think that we are the ones inviting a conversation, when we think with God, when we think we're the ones seeking after God, that's a good thing. Knock and you'll find, seek, and the door will, you know, will be opened, or however that goes, you get the point. You know, when we make a move towards God, this is good news. But let's not mistake 
our initiative, our taking the first step. Let's not miss the point of what Jesus is showing us in this parable and throughout the gospel story, that God is always and already taking the first step, moving toward us. God is seeking after us, and God sees us. And not only sees us, Jesus invites himself over for dinner. Jesus wants to come into our house. So he makes us, he gives us the possibility to be the host for the one who from the foundation of the world has desired to be with us, to be in relationship with us. So the first thing that Jesus shows the person who's seeking from a treetop, the first thing Jesus shows someone whose heart is restless is the truth about God. God is like the father, remember this story in Luke's gospel, God is like the father running to meet his prodigal son, to hug him, to put a ring on his finger, and to celebrate that the one who was lost, the one who was far off, is found. Jesus shows us a God of amazing grace. But a word of caution. When we're excited that the Lord wants to come over to our house, and when we, like Zacchaeus, eagerly let him in, be ready for him to kind of rearrange the furniture in the room a little bit. Things are gonna have to change. As soon as we begin to see the truth of God as a loving father running after a wayward son, a God who sought us from the beginning, we're at the same time, because of that, uh, revelation, because of that new knowledge about who God is, we're able to see the truth about ourselves. Zacchaeus's selfish pride is exposed for what it is, an assault on his neighbors for his own personal gain. So learning to see God in Christ with the eyes of faith demands a reckoning with who we are, who we are becoming and admitting that we are lost, admitting the ways that we deny uh, the kingdom to come through. But that invitation, the invitation into a life of faith is not simply to wallow in our sins, even if it is to recognize them. The invitation is to do something about it, to repent, to change your mind, to allow the joy set before us in Christ to shape who we are and who we are becoming. It's to run the race of life full of the love of God and in charity with our neighbor. Zacchaeus is a model here. He changes course. And it's not only the people that he's defrauded that he'll pay back fourfold, but Zacchaeus also begins to see the wider concerns of the world. He sees the poor. His heart is no longer a heart of stone. It becomes a heart of flesh and blood that feels the pain and the sorrow of the most vulnerable. So he says, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. So be careful about climbing the tree to see Jesus. He might just invite himself over for dinner. And when we sit at the table with Jesus, well, he's gonna change our mind about some things and he's going to, if we'll let him, heal our souls. He's going to show us the truth about a God running toward us 
the truth about ourselves. He's going to see, he's going to teach us to see our neighbors as made in his image. And he's going to wound our hearts so that we feel the pain and suffering of the vulnerable. Friends, Jesus is inviting himself into our home this morning. St. James, our home. He wants to come alive in us. Will we let him? Remember how I started this homily thinking about Zacchaeus, right? And that how he didn't stand a chance. The double whammy thing. Hear this again, hear, hear the end of our gospel reading. Then Jesus said to him, then Jesus said to us, today, salvation has come to this house. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. Good news. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.